You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, Superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. Uh, here in Averill Park, we have three board goals, and they are district goals, and one of them involves the involvement of our students and their engagement in our community. And we've invested a lot of time and resources in trying to provide as many clubs and opportunities to our students as possible. And those clubs really range K-12, uh, as you may under uh, guess. Uh, most of those clubs tend to be at the secondary level, the middle school and the high school, and certainly among those uh, more at the high school as our students get older. And we are very excited this episode to be featuring some of those clubs. Our guests are all from the high school and they're gonna talk to us a little about their experience in Averill Park and in these extracurricular activities. So we're happy to have some students joining us. I'll ask them to uh, go around the room, introduce themselves and just let the audience know what club or in some cases clubs they are kind of representing and are gonna be able to talk about. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with you, David. Hello, I'm David Meradian, a senior here at Aver Park High School, and I'm representing the Unique Opportunities Club. Great, thank you uh, for joining us once again. David's a returnee to the podcast. Uh, Paula. Hi, I'm Paula DeAndres, and I'm a junior here at Aver Park, and I will also be representing Unique Opportunities. Great, thank you, thank you. Um, how about Bella? Hi, I'm Bella Bernstein, and I was the co-creator of Young Activists. Excellent, thank you. And last but not least, Jason. Hi, everybody. I'm Jason Strickland. I'm a senior here at Averill Park High School. Um, I'm one of the co-creators of our new Frisbee club this year, as well as one of the leading members in our Youth in Government Club at the high school. Excellent. Well, thank you, the four of you, for joining us. Uh, know that you are busy and we appreciate you taking some time to talk to us about these clubs so let's start off with just telling us a little bit about the club that you joined or we're really fortunate we have some people who actually were co-founders of clubs which is always exciting for us and what made you decide to either join that club or want to start that club here in Averill park jason why don't you start off first on this one what uh what got you interested in this and how'd you get to this this point so I'll start off with one of our newest clubs here at the high school with the Frisbee Club. Um, it's uh, a passion of mine that me and my friend Ryan have had uh, for a long time, and we wanted to share it with the high school, and we thought one of the best ways to do that would be at a club. So what we decided to do is we decided to talk to the administration um, and find like a faculty advisor and everything for it, um, and st started the club. Like It was really easy, um, just kind of as simple as asking for it and finding an advisor. And once we had that, um, we were underway to start uh, when we felt ready. So we began the spring and we've had, um, while the weather's been good, probably about five or six um, pretty successful meetings, um, just going outside, having a good time with the Frisbee. Um, and it's been a really great time, just kind of throwing it around, having pickup games, things like that. Um, fairly simple, like no, uh, we're not trying to be very stressful. It's just trying to kind of share that hobby and share our passion of Frisbee um, with more members of the school community. That's great, thank you, Jason. Uh, and, and you kind of outline for people the, the process, right? We have a lot of clubs. We're always looking for students who are interested in starting new ones. And that really is the process, right? To connect with a faculty or staff member who would be willing to serve as an advisor and get get going on uh, that process to get some interest and, and start meeting. Do you want to tell them about your other club, Jason? 
Yeah, so this club, uh, it's the Youth and Government Club here at the high school, or we'd like to call it YAG for short. Um, and it is a mock state legislative group um, that meets every week here at the high school. Um, and it's been running for about five years now. Um, and so what a mock state legislative is, is we um, basically act as New York senators and representatives of, of the state and find um, some things that we want to see changed in the New York state law. So it's a big political um, group that's kind of talking and debating about different pros and cons of certain ideas. So this year um, I'm looking at currently writing a bill trying to incentivize more uh, use of electric cars and um, just general green energy. Um, and so that's one of the projects that I'm working on. But I know someone, um, my sister is also in the group and she's working on a project talking about how um, like religious holidays in schools and how um, you might be discriminating based off of that. So um, it's the, all the projects lead up to a large conference in March, which is a big um, meeting from people all across the state where you go up and present these ideas in a real formatting of how you would present a bill um, in the state government. And so we meet with all these different people from around the state and debate these ideas. So it's a lot of fun uh, researching these ideas that we're really passionate about and bringing them to life on, on a larger stage. Um, so it's been a really great experience. Um, the people there have been amazing. Um, and it's all around a really great time to just connect and talk about um, kind of larger ideas that maybe aren't discussed in school all the time. So next up, let's talk about Unique Opportunities, which is one of our uh, other newer clubs here at the high school. And we'll have David and Paula talk to us about that. Yeah, so um, Unique Opportunities was created to give affordable experiences to people who might not otherwise be able to experience, have these experiences. Um, apart from that, it also helps foster connections between different between your peers. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just piggyback off of what Paula said, especially regarding the affordability of of these experiences and, and what Unique Opportunities is able to do. So, uh, I was first kind of exposed to these kinds of things my freshman year when there was a group that went to a New York Jets football game. And the cost for that game was really, really low. I think it was like 50 or $70, which covered a bus and the ticket to the Jet game. And for a normal family of four to go to an NFL football game that lives in Albany, New York, they'd be staring at a cost somewhere around $1,000. So for a student to be able to go for, for we'll say $60, that's a big deal. And it's and it's not just football games. We're going to be able to do a lot a lot more other ideas as well. But to make it so affordable, you know, that's a really great thing, and that's that's what our club strives for. And uh, just an example of how we we're able to do that was a fundraiser we held at, at Applebee's uh, last Saturday. We did one of those pancake breakfast fundraisers, and we raised a lot of money. And it, it just helps it it be much more affordable and, and give kids these opportunities to do some really cool things with their friends from school. And, and build those connections. Great, thank you to, to both of you. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about the Young Activist Club and Bella. Hi, so I started the club last year when politics started entering, entering the classroom and there was like a rising visible tension growing. I also was taking Statistics Race in America taught by Mr. Zender at the time. And the class helped me see the importance of being an activist and standing up for what you believe. And if you don't, what could happen? So the club was made so students' voices could be heard and they could see the importance of it. Um, it was made for an outlet and it has been so far. We A lot of students have came and pitched ideas and we've 
created a bunch of fundraisers, clothing drives, and just done some cool things. So that's great. We've had opportunity now to hear from you and how your club started and some of the things that you've been uh, already working on this year. We're about a quarter of the way through the school year. What do your groups have planned for the rest of the year? What kind of is out there that you're excited about and you could see being some cool things that your group is doing? Uh, Jason, let's go back to you and then you can talk to us again about the two clubs that you're representing or just focus on one of them. Yeah, so just for right now, uh, unfortunately, as the weather's getting a little bit colder, um, we can't really get outside um, as much for Frisbee Club and gym space is so hotly contested that we just kind of didn't want to put this like added stress on anyone. So we kind of pushed it back to the springtime, but just kind of sharing that same like pickup game uh, mentality um, later in the spring um, is kind of what we have planned. Um, as for my youth and government uh, club, we have been working on kind of finalizing what bill ideas and like bill topics we want to be researching um, so that we can kind of start finding that in-depth um, piece. So um, we kind of all split into groups of about like three or four um, and are like really starting to like sink our teeth into these new topics. Um, so right around now is when people um, like start really getting into these topics and delving deeper than a lot of school projects can really offer. Um, really trying to analyze the pros and the cons of these ideas and how um, we as bill sponsors can um, react when those are brought up in debate. Um, so now is that kind of is where we're at um, currently. But looking forward, um, we're getting ready to do practice debates. So a big part of uh, youth and government is public speaking. It's a big emphasis um, when we get to conference um, is that you have to get up in front of these really, really smart people and talk about something that you're passionate about. And for a lot of people, myself included, my first year, I really struggled with that. I can talk about how like my heart was really beating when I got up there and talked in front of all my peers about these topics. Um, but now that I'm on my fourth year of it, it really feels comfortable. And so building up these skills is a big part of what YAG is. Um, additionally, we have a lot of new leaders who are starting to take on these roles. So I myself am a member of the executive branch um, with the cabinet position. So I've been recently talking a lot about the legislative part, which is talking about kind of creating these laws and amending them. But as part of, um, as my role in the cabinet, I'm a member of the executive branch. Um, so I work closely with our New York state governor um, to talk about how, and sorry, I should preface this, that's our youth governor. Um, he's a good friend of mine uh, and he's doing a really solid job this year. Um, but I work closely with him in prepping for conference and prepping on how uh, we can make sure everyone is ready for it. Um, we also have uh, a couple legislative uh, leaders here. So we have the Lieutenant Governor is a member of our April Park Club here at the high school um, and just prepping a lot of uh, younger underclassmen to take on these roles um, as we get closer to conference. So that's kind of uh, the general outline of what we're looking for um, going forward. And it's a really exciting time because everyone's really starting to find their niche and really get into the club. That's great stuff. Thank you. Thank you. What about um, unique opportunities? What do you have kind of looking forward in the future here? Yeah, so we're really excited about our upcoming event, which is only two and a half weeks away on December 22nd. I already kind of touched on this. We have our, our New York Jet game and all the logistics for that's already figured out. Um, we already ran our, we already held our fundraiser. We've, we've dished out our tickets and we're going to be going to the Jets Jaguars game on December 22nd. Um, so it's, it's going to be a really great opening event for us. And I know we're all really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, and I know that um, a lot of ideas have been thrown around for other trips later this year. Um, we definitely want to at least do one more trip for this year. Um, so ideas like a Broadway play or um, something active like hiking or going on to a ropes course um, where something's thrown around kind of. Um, but pretty much as long as a student has an idea and brings that idea to Miss Freeman or this club uh, and kind of takes charge to plan it, um, we kind of create that situation for them and they're able to create that experience. Outstanding. This is a great opportunities and for kids. That's that's great stuff. And Belle, how about with with your group? In the beginning of the year, we worked with a company called Reclaim Your Vote, and we send voting um, kind of like postcards out to people who are local and also in Florida who are not registered to vote but can before primaries. Um, and we sent out a good amount of postcards. And then after that, we did a coat drive, and we raised over two hundred coats for the Children's South End Children's Cafe. Um, and then our newest thing that we're doing right now is a winter clothing drive. We're actually working with four other local schools, Bethlehem, CBA, Troy, and Shaker to collect winter coats for Unity House. And then a bunch of the other coats are going to a school in Troy. And then the thing that we're trying to work towards in the spring is we wanna do a color run um, and the members of our club will decide where they want this money to go, something that they care about, something that they're activists towards. So this club is kind of more for kids to learn how to be an activist, but also the marketing and advertisement behind this, how to encourage people to follow what you're saying and learn from what you're saying. And I feel like this club kind of gives you those steps that you need to learn so you can do this in like, the world. Great. Thank you. Exciting stuff. So we, as we talked about, one of our goals is to have our students engaged in the school community and in the larger community as a whole. And we do put a lot of resources towards that. From our student point of view, I think we as adults see the value in that. Why do you, as very active students, students think that being involved in something after school like these clubs, wh why is that important? What is the value to you as someone who's in our high school now? Could you talk a little bit about that? I think joining clubs is extremely important to find your passion and kind of set you up to learn what you want to do after high school. Academic classes can only take you so far and applying your academics to a club can help you learn more about yourself and what you're good at, your strengths and your weaknesses. You can also meet like more people through it, but um, joining clubs can really set you up to figuring out more about yourself. I'll just, um, I'll add to that a little bit. And I heard Jason say in his previous answer that his first year in youth and government, uh, when, whenever he had to speak publicly, he could feel his heart uh, beating through his chest. But now, you know, if he has to appear on a podcast or if he has to give a speech at a, at a youth and government conference, he's like, yeah, I'm a pro. I, I could do that in my sleep. And that's kind of what it's all about is you can, you can in, uh, improve your skills as a, as a person, as a leader, as a speaker, whatever it is that you're trying to do, but you can, like Bella said, it could be more productive than a class because you're just um, working on your weaknesses and, and touching up your strengths through these clubs, which is a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I completely agree with that because especially if you don't know what you want to do yet um, as a career or go to college for something, um, clubs help you explore those new interests and um, kind of test the waters, see what's out there. And um, you can meet a lot of cool people while doing it. Um, 
And even the advisors kind of become your mentors and you learn a lot from the people you're surrounded with. Yeah, and I'll jump onto that. Um, one big piece that I see um, with clubs is it's a sense of community. So when I'm looking at, like, as a member of the Frisbee Club, I am hanging out with people that I've not talked to in a very long time or even get the opportunity to in a part of my normal school day. Um, that's The group of people is going to be completely different than the people that I see at Youth and Government. So this year, uh, I'm doing a special program as a senior where I'm not really in the school building um, for a lot of the day. Um, and so sometimes I kind of miss out on seeing those peers. But a big part of clubs is I get to see those peers after school and, and talk about things that we're all really passionate about. So being able to come together with this new community, um, I've met some of my greatest friends through these clubs. And I think it's a great way to, like we were saying, like one of the goals is to build that community. Clubs are really the centerpiece of that. Um, you're finding different communities. I personally don't know anyone in something like the Angler Club. That's not really something that I'm per like particularly interested in. But I know that there's a club out there like that is all about fishing and there's a big fishing community there if I wanted to join it. So seeing these clubs like all around um, is really inspiring to see as a member of the school community because I know that there's smaller, more niche groups that all are really passionate about these different topics. So being able to find those communities and be a part of them um, and really build up your kind of your social repertoire and your social skills, I think is a really solid thing that the high school has going for it. Um, and I think, like I said, clubs are such a really big part of that. That's a great ans answers and it's a great perspective. And I think you're spot on in all of your answers. It really is a value to it. And it's great to see that we have such an active and vibrant student uh, community that is so involved and uh, able to connect and, and build even further and greater communities. Also, if you're thinking, like if you're listening to this and you don't know that there's a club in our school that you particularly want to join, you can create it. It's so easy. I just asked the teacher to be an advisor and had to write like two paragraphs of what my club would be and the effects of it. So if you want to create a community, it is easy to um, just try to talk to your peers and talk to people who you think might be interested. And also you can talk to any of us because we will be open to helping you and explaining how to do it. That's great advice. Thank you, Bella. And for our folks listening, this information is available on our our website too. The high school has a club hub, for example. And if you go and you look up that document, it actually gives you uh, the name of the club and an overview of the club and who the advisor is and some contact information. So that type of inf information is available. Uh, certainly if you can't find it, reach out to someone in your child's school and they can help you and point you in the right direction in terms of what's out there, what exists, and um, you know, help you get involved. And if you're a student, certainly talk to someone uh, in your building and they can get that information to you as well if you can't find it on our website. So you know, moving on to our last question, we, we often uh, on the podcast when we have older students like yourselves who are kind of towards the tail end of your K-12 experience, we are interested in knowing what you would tell a younger version of yourself or what type of encouragement or advice you'd give someone who maybe is in your shoes or their parent, because a lot, I think, of our listeners are obviously parents who have students in younger grades and are thinking, boy, this sounds great, or maybe I have questions about this. So what would you tell the younger version of yourself or, or a chance if you had to speak to our middle school or our elementary students, what would you tell them uh, as they enter high school and go through the 9-12 portion of their journey here at Evil Park? Uh, Jason, what do you think? 
So I think my biggest takeaway is it's really important. We talked about how these community, like there are these communities out there, but I think the biggest thing that I would tell myself is find those communities and find a part of the school that you are passionate about. Um, I guarantee you that you, as like as unique as you are, there's going to be somebody in the same school who has a similar idea and who has a similar passion. And being able to talk to someone and have that discussion really just like brightens up your day um, and really makes school so much more positive. Um, I think people can get really bogged down by the academics of school. But for me, when I come to school and I see, I, I know that, oh, today's a Tuesday. That means I'm meeting with my youth and government group. I'm instantly excited about seeing all these people and talking about these ideas that are I'm really passionate about and I know that they're really passionate about. So for any students listening to this podcast, please find that niche. It doesn't have to be any of the clubs that were highlighted here. Um, we talked about the club hub earlier. Um, find a club or make a club if you want to um, about something that you're passionate about. Um, parents, um, if you're listening, I would highly suggest like facilitating these. Uh, I wouldn't like force a child to like jump into a club because like you're listening to this and you're saying like, oh, this is like clubs, clubs, clubs. I would encourage them to find that community and then facilitate them being a part of it. So providing rides, being flexible with your timing, like anything like that to really provide the student um, the opportunity to jump into these communities and find their place at the school. I think that is one of the most important things um, and one of the keys to success at Averill Park. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of that, um, branch out. Like, you could be the shyest person ever, but you, if you find that group of people that share your interests and share your passions, you're going to have a really great time. And I think it's so important, you know, you gain so much, so many social skills and leadership skills and things you're going to use later in your life um, just from having fun after school. You know, it's so easy to branch out and join a club, so... Yeah, I would just briefly add kind of to what Jason said. Uh, the clubs that we have on our club hub are really, um, I guess I would say diverse. Like they're not all they're not all um, academic things or they're not all sports or they're not all this. They're, they're pretty far reaching. So if you have an interest, there's a pretty good chance that we have a club that's gonna, um, that's gonna help you with that, that's gonna feature that interest. So there's, there's no, there's no way that, that a student would go, would, couldn't find a club that they wouldn't want to be a part of. So I would just say my advice would be take a look at the club hub, see what we offer, and, and I'd be pretty confident that there's at least one club that a student would be willing to join. That is, again, outstanding advice about how to kind of look at this as you go through. Yeah, I really appreciate this group being on. I think you really added uh, some great perspective and some information to our school community about these clubs and activities. So, so this is a pretty significant investment we make in this in, in time and, and resources to provide these. And it's always good to see and hear from our students that it's it's something that's valued and important and it's something that really reaches all and every aspect of uh, student interest. So thank you very much for taking this time and for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day.